You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. Oh man, just making sure I'm recording. There was a few episodes ago where I was not recording, and I did a whole episode, and it was uh, it was awesome. But now it's it's gone. But it's okay. I re-recorded it. And anyway, this podcast is recording, and I'm happy about that. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about this idea of a new mindset, a new map, so to speak, that I want to give you in terms of approaching and talking to women, doing the cold approach. And it's going to help you out a ton. The reason why I the reason why I came up with this episode idea is because it's something that I've been talking quite a bit to in my coaching program. So for those of you who are listening to the very first time, uh, then you should know I have a coaching program. And those of you who are listening for the hundredth time, you know I have a coaching program. That is something where I help guys personally, whether it be myself or one of my other coaches that works at TripAdvice, and we help you in terms of meeting more women in person. So. So there's something that I try to do when I'm coaching guys and, and I'm trying to really give them this new mindset so they get over the fear of talking to women. So what I do is I try to convince them that what they're doing right now is wrong in terms of their process of approaching women and we need to change it in order to make it right, right? Simply said. So one thing that we talk about is this idea of the strategy that most guys have. And this is the strategy that I see when I'm coaching guys, and I know for a fact that you're doing this. Why? Because my coaching clients all do it. I I used to do this. It's something that's very common. What you're doing is you are strategizing ways to not get rejected, okay? Maybe that was a big click for you. If not, I'm gonna go into this. Right now, you are strategizing ways to not get rejected. So everything you do when you're trying to approach women or thinking about approaching a woman, again, in any situation, doesn't matter if you're at a party, a networking event, a bar, a club, a grocery store, wherever you are, everything you do, your whole being is surrounded by the mindset, I need to not get rejected, I need to not get rejected, this is your whole thing because you fear rejection. I don't blame you, by the way. You know, you you just, you don't know what you don't know and you're doing your best. But what you should understand is that strategy is working against you on so many levels. First of all, it's preventing you from going up to more women and talking to more women, which is getting you to be not as good as this I should say not as good as this as you could be, but also it's slowing you down. It's not getting you better quicker, okay? Because everything you're doing is trying to not get rejected. What you're doing is you're trying to figure out all the different things that you can do to not get rejected down to the little bitty details of is she looking at you? Is she not looking at you? Is she... Uh, look like she's in a bad mood? Is she in a good mood? Does she look like someone that could have a boyfriend or not? Where is she facing? Whatever it is, you're analyzing to death what's happening before you even go over there. And let me tell you something, there is not enough analyzing, analyzing you could ever do 
that is going to get you to the point where you can prevent rejection. It's just either going to happen or it's not going to happen. You won't know until you go and do it. So again, I'm really trying to hammer this out here. Your strategy right now is trying to not get rejected. So what ends up happening is you get rejected anyways, or you don't even end up approaching. So the latter is obviously uh, the worst of it. I mean, I remember when I would go out and I would try to plan and execute the perfect approach, the perfect moment, the perfect time to go over there and say hello, the perfect line, the perfect time in terms of where she's standing, who she's talking to, is she with friends, is she finally alone? And then what happened? I would psych myself out. Sometimes I would do the approach and it would just, it would be terrible because I was over planning it to death or I just wouldn't end up doing it. Okay, we understand the point. You're probably a trip. Great. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Listen, so what do I do? <laughs> right? What do I do? Okay, so we got to give you a new map slash mindset. So instead of your strategy being, how do I not get rejected? Your strategy needs to be the opposite. Simply, it needs to be, I need to approach. I know that sounds like, uh, well, that's, that's a little too simple, isn't it? Well, no, it's not. Because again, that is the complete opposite of what your strategy is now. Your strategy now is not get rejected. That's the strategy that you have. That's the, the game that you're playing. But the strategy, the strategy should be to approach, not to strategize how to not get rejected, but to go over and say hi. I remember I was watching a Jordan Peterson TikTok. And he said something so profound. I've been talking about it in my coaching calls. And now I'm going to share it with you. It's just a really uh, brilliant way of, of speaking to this idea, which I've already talked about. But he says it in these, di in these different words. So I'm rough, roughly paraphrasing what he says, is that every time you do something that's scary, when you do it, first of all, you start to form new connections in your brain. And one of the reasons why is because you now have reference right? I always talk about reference experience. You have uh, these new memories of doing the thing that's scary. So by doing the thing that's scary, you actually become braver. You become more courageous and more brave when you go and do the thing that's really hard. So that goes along really well with this new strategy of go and approach because approaching is what's going to get you better at it. Strategizing is not. Okay, when I say strategizing, I mean strategizing of ways to not get rejected, sitting there trying to be even more strategic of like, okay, when do I go? How do I go? What do I do? When do I say it? Da, 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 da. No, simple strategy is just a go and approach. I mean, it's, I'm not saying, you know, don't have some sort of plan. Like it's okay to have a line in, the, in your back pocket, right? I give you the famous, uh, the famous line, hey, two seconds, I wanted to come say hi. That's fine. Okay, so you can do that. But the best way to learn is by doing. It really is. All the reference experiences are going to make you better. It's going to make you braver. I even just got off the phone with a coaching client earlier who he has severe approach anxiety. And after just several weeks, we got him to do some really difficult approaches. And he's already, it's funny because I had to like make him see this. He didn't see it. I was like, do you realize what you've done the past week? He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you would never even come close to doing these approaches. Like he was going out alone at night and doing approaches. And 
that, that was very difficult for him. I'm like, look what you've done. Be proud of yourself. This is awesome. Now we get to move forward and you can start to get better at the approaches themselves, but it can't really go there until you do it, until you make it happen. You know, it's interesting too. Um, complete side note here. Someone left a really uh, nasty review on iTunes. If you're in America and iTunes, you can even read it if you'd like. Really nasty. And if you're listening to this guy who wrote it, then obviously you like my advice, which is even more hilarious uh, because you're still listening to the podcast. But he wrote a review. He said, you know, practice what you preach. There's only like a couple of infield videos of Trip doing this and and they're terrible. His body language is weird and da 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 da. First of all, I want to say this. I know we're on a tangent here, but um, I, it just popped up in my head, so why not just say it to you? It's interesting how guys are so obsessed with body language, okay? So obsessed with body language. Like, you think body language is going to be the make or break. It's not. Yes, eye contact is very important, but, you know, and I do, and listen, I have episodes on body language, by the way, and it's something that should be paid attention to eventually, but it's not the make or break. Okay, basically, if you tell me that body language is the most important, then how come there are people out there who can have terrible body language, maybe they're even in a wheelchair, who are attracting women? Why is that? Well, it's because it's your behavior and personality more than it is your looks and body language, okay? And also, just for all those out there who are a little skeptical on my information because I don't have infield videos, that's fine. You don't have to take the advice. In fact, you don't have to listen to the podcast. Uh, you should all test it out for yourself. If you really want to know if this stuff works, it's not about watching me. It's about you doing it and seeing if it works. So I would try that. Also, there's another reason why I don't have a lot of infield videos. It's not because I don't know how to approach or have not approached. Um, I couldn't imagine someone who has not approached being able to talk about it in the detail that I talk about it. I don't know how someone would be able to do that. But um yeah, I never wanted to brand myself as a as a pickup artist, so I didn't I didn't saturate my channel with a bunch of infield videos. I just didn't want to to do that. And also, um, I was pretty effing smart because I also started to see other people who would do it and get in trouble for it. So there were times when I wanted to put some more infield videos out, but I got a little nervous to do so because there have been channels completely taken down completely taken down. And it's because they have done these infield approaches. So so anyway, point is, is I'm trying to tell you here, even though that there's a nasty review out there about practice what you preach, um, focus more on taking the advice and see if that works for you. I think that's going to help you a lot more. And I want you to take this advice. Guys, listen to this advice. The strategy is approaching. It's not avoiding rejection. Rejection is inevitable. It's kind of like this. I was saying this to a client. I said to him, when you're trying to do this, think of the analogy of, let's say, basketball or any kind of skill. In order to make sure that you can get the basket in the hoop, what do you need to do to get the basket in the hoop? Well, you need to shoot the basket, generally speaking, right? Vaguely speaking, you need to take the shot but you're not going to be able to get better at taking the shot until you take the shot. So it would be kind of ridiculous to say, well, I want to strategize how to never miss this shot. Well, that's not how this works because 
you're going to take a lot of shots and you're going to miss a lot of shots, right? The famous saying from Michael Jordan, the best basketball player of all time, he has missed more shots than he's ever made. Isn't that interesting? He's missed way more shots than he's ever made, but he's the number one basketball player of all time. Now, the thing is, is he's made a lot of shots, but only because he's taken the shot. He hasn't sit there trying to figure out how to do this at a perfectionist level. And I think that's the problem is guys are trying to do this on this perfectionist level. The strategy of trying to never get rejected, it's not feasible. It's not possible. It's not something that is going to get you better. So new strategy from now on, my friend, approach and worry about it afterward. You get rejected, well, you're going to learn something. You'll learn how to do it better next time. You'll create the new connections in your brain that's going to make you more brave. And that bravery is actually something that's going to make you even better at the approaches in general. Because as a person who's just starting off, you're going to be scared to do the approaches. You're not going to come off that confidence. So naturally, you might get rejected. Oh, well. But you'll become more brave over time the more approaches that you do. And then therefore, you will end up getting better results. All right, let's get into some Q&A. Got a lot of questions here, and you guys are so awesome, and it's really just fun to be able to connect with you guys, even though I'm, I'm reading it. I'm not necessarily in front of you or looking at you, but I'm reading your questions. You're sending them in. It's great, and I really enjoy it. You can also send in a question to be answered here on the podcast. Just send in to trip at tripadvice.com. That's with two Ps, and then put in the subject line podcast question, and I'll put it here on the podcast and I'll answer it as long as it's a pretty nice detailed question like the ones that you'll hear here today. Uh, they are really good questions. And if you understand kind of the vibe I'm going for here, then uh, yeah, email in and let's do this. Coaching again is available to you if you need help from me or one of my support coaches. That's right. There is a team of coaches here now with Trip Advice, and we help you. And we guide you in terms of meeting women in person, getting over fear of approaching, helping you talk to women, helping you with online dating. We do it all. And we're pretty awesome at it. And you can see even some of the results that a lot of guys have gotten from the from the coaching program. If you go to coachedbytrip.com, go there right now, check it out. And then you can apply after you watch some of those testimonial videos. And you can see the power of coaching. Coaching is great. You should be getting coaching in all areas of your life. It helps you. I, I just did a coaching call recently. I'm always doing coaching in different areas. Like I just did a coaching call with a girl that specializes in in TikTok, right? So she is someone who I found on TikTok who helps with growing your TikTok presence. And of course, if, if you've been on TikTok, you've seen me on there. I just started this year and I wanted to know, well, how do I get my videos to get out there more? And so I hired her for coaching and it's been awesome. She's been helping me with implementing and getting the right strategy to get the best videos out there. In fact, not this one, but there are videos that I've been putting out there on TikTok that have been part of the podcast. It's pretty cool. My point is coaching helps. If you need help, go to coachedbytrip.com. Another side note here before we go into the Q&A, I was thinking recently about wanting to give you guys a meditation that you can use. So an actual meditation episode where I can guide you through a meditation to help with fear and anxiety as we're talking about this today. And then I thought about, I thought about this, man, I think I already did that. 
I think I already did that. And then I realized, yep, I did. In 2017, I put up an episode which I did a five-minute meditation. So uh, if you want to check that out, I'm going to put a link in the show notes where you can get faster access to that to help you with being able to breathe easier, to help you with feeling more calm. And it's a whole five-minute meditation that you can do whenever you're feeling like you're a little anxious. So anyways, that's an episode here on the podcast that, again, I released four years ago, and uh, I want to give you access to that might be hard to scroll down, but we'll put the link in the show notes for you. Okay, let's go into Q&A. This is from Matt. Hi, Trip. Thanks for all your advice over the years. I've been a regular follower of the podcast since my college days, four years plus, and love the succinct, no bullshit advice you give. I wanted to ask your opinion on being picky. I recently moved from Philly to DC to begin grad school and spent more time than I care to admit on Hinge, my app of choice. I recently left Hinge because I realized that for me, meeting someone in person and having time to build friendship and rapport is important for strong attraction. Since then, I have had the chance to meet plenty of women through social circles and other events, but I do worry if I'm being too picky. I feel like I'm always finding something wrong with the woman that I meet, something that in my mind disqualifies her from consideration as a potential partner. That sounds brutal, I know, but I'm at the point in my life where I've had enough of bad relationships, casual dating and hooking up, and I'm looking for a solid partner. Would love if you could find time on an episode to address this. Thanks, Trip. Best, Matt. Okay, great question about being too picky. I love this. This should be an episode in itself about being too picky. Okay, so... First of all, the simple answer to this, and I know that you appreciate the succinct, no bullshit advice, the simple answer to this is you need to have your non-negotiables. I talk about this quite a bit on the podcast. When you have your non-negotiables, then this solves all the problems. You're not being too picky because you don't have more than three. More than three gives you a, a lower pool to choose from. And three is a nice amount to pick someone that is going to be a good fit for you. That's going to be a match. So I want you to think about that to start. Get your three non-negotiables and stick to them and then understand that you're not going to find the perfect person. Now, the second part of this is that I feel like you're being too picky because you have what's called the paradox of choice, which is a book, by the way, you can check that out, the paradox of choice, which simply put means since you have so many options and so much choice, it's hard for you to choose. This is a similar thing that's happening to you right now. It's hard for you to choose because there are so many options. If I put 10 women in a room and said, this is it, and these are the only women you'll ever meet for the rest of your life, you're going to start to put more value into some of them because these are the only women that you have. You're not going to be thinking on this picky level that you are, and that's what's happening. So you're disqualifying people too easily, okay? Now, again, I'm not saying settle. And I'm not saying be the opposite of picky. That's the whole point of this podcast is to not settle. My whole career is based on helping you guys not settle. Otherwise, what's the point, right? So we're not settling, but we do need that that middle ground there of if you're too picky, you don't find someone. And then on the other end, if you settle, you find someone who's not a good match. But you gotta be living in reality. And reality is, is you're not gonna have a perfect 10 across the board. There is no such thing as that, okay? It just doesn't exist. But what you can find is someone who's going to be an amazing match for you. And that's by having your three non-negotiables. And then I would I would go over to the book, The Tactical Guide to Women by Sean T. Smith and read that to find to learn how to find a woman who's going to be 
a good fit for you on a emotionally mature level that doesn't cause drama and problems in your life. But you need to loosen up a little bit and you need to try to remember that not every woman is perfect. So give a little leeway and you'll find a solid partner. And I wouldn't rush it either, okay? So don't worry, you'll you'll find someone, but it's gonna take a little bit of time. And when you do, and you see, okay, this person meets my non-negotiables, this person is someone I really connect with, this person seems very emotionally healthy, this person seems like a good person who's gonna be a good partner one day, who's gonna be a good mother one day, if that's what you're looking for, or this is someone who you can see yourself spending a lot of time with, based on the fact that you've spent a lot of time with them, well, then I would say, okay, this is the person. But again, uh, coming back to your point of, of pickiness, focus on those few things. And once you find them, say, hey, this is good enough. I want to be very clear here when I say good enough. I don't mean settling, right? Settling is like, oh, I guess this will do. No, this is like, oh, this is good. This is good. Okay, this is good enough. This is good. We're at a good place here. I like this. This is good enough. This is a person that really matches what I'm looking for. And let's do this. So ease up a little bit and start to cherish some of the good qualities that you're meeting in women and stop disqualifying so hard. So hope that helps. I know that's funny because I think I just said uh, succinctly, just don't be picky, right? <laughs> like, oh, you mean too picky? Oh, just don't be picky. But Again, there is a way to do that, and it's to the three non-negotiables, and that's what's going to help. And as you know, pickiness is going to get you nowhere. All right, let's go to the next question from Will. He says, hey, Trip, this is Will from Grand Junction, Colorado. I hope this email finds you in time, but if not, that's okay. I was late sending it out. I found your podcast last week after being frustrated about how I always set myself up the same way with girls and then it ends the same exact way after one or two dates with them not being into me and me being frustrated for it happening this way every time. I like the different perspective you give and I'm trying to re retrain my mind in a more positive and confident way and living in the moment. So here's my question. I'm hanging out with a girl tomorrow evening watching a movie at my house. I like her, but I'm not sure if she likes me, and I'm not good with conveying my emotions over body language and creating tension between us. I'm not confident with being flirty because I get too nervous and clam up. Could you give me some tips on how to relax and just be myself? Thanks for all your work, Will. Uh, Will, I know that I'm answering this question just a few weeks too late, but it doesn't matter because whatever happened with this girl the advice I'm about to give you is still going to be very helpful for all the different times that you're going to be with a woman again. And the advice I'm going to give you is not something that would have helped you anyways instantaneously for this woman. This is something that is going to be uh, fixed over time. You're going to have to work this out over time. So there's a lot here. This is actually a pretty rich email, even though it's it's a short one. There's There's a lot to be discussed here. So first of all, what you're saying is you're basically not building tension, you're not flirting, you're being very friend zone with these women because you get too nervous and you freak out. Well, you know what? I think we can safely come back to today's topic, which was what? Trying to avoid rejection. Sounds like that's your strategy. It has to be. 
your strategy right now is, what do I need to do to make sure that this girl doesn't reject me? I think that's one of the reasons why you're not trying. You're saying you're not sure if she likes you, you're not good at conveying your emotions, you're not good at this, you're not good at that. I understand. So because you're not good at that, you're not doing anything. Why? Because your strategy is trying to avoid rejection. Your strategy in this case should be, well, of course, this is not approach, but it's the same idea. Your strategy needs to be, I need to go for it. I need to try. I need to do the best that I can here and see what comes of it so I can learn. If I had a dollar for every time I would go back to my whole life, I mean, we're talking middle school all the way through college and my early to mid-20s before I was really learning uh, dating advice, pickup advice, all that stuff. If I had a dollar for every single time that I did not make a move and I have them etched in my in my memory, it's like I still haven't even come to terms with them yet because I remember them so well that I didn't make a move. I mean, those were the worst times. I don't have any regrets of any time I've ever made a move and gotten rejected. And I'm sure that most of those are not even memories anymore because I can't even remember most of them. So what's my point here is you're not going to be in a bad place if you try, but you will be in a bad place if you, what? Don't try. And if you avoid it and try to save yourself from rejection. So you said here, It ends the exact same way after one or two dates with them not being into me and me being frustrated for it happening this way every time. That's because you're not building tension and that's because you're afraid of rejection. So here's the process for you, Will. You need to learn how to flirt and build tension. I do do coaching that helps with this. I do have my Hooked program that helps with this. You can check that out at getterhooked.com. There are plenty of episodes on flirting. There's plenty of YouTube videos on my YouTube channel about flirting and building tension. You need to study it, and this is amazing because you found your sticking point. I like to say to all the guys out there, you need to find what your sticking point is so then you can go and you can start to work on that and fix it. Okay, great. You found your sticking point. So now you know what to focus on. It's flirting, it's escalation, it's building tension, and you need to do it without thinking about the risk of getting rejected. You just need to do it. And there's simple logic here. You not doing it is already getting you rejected. So you have zero to lose. Isn't that awesome? Don't you love it? I love being able to be in a situation where I go, wow, I have nothing to lose here. Let's just do this. I was literally just telling a coaching client, Today on the phone, the story of how I remember when I first went out, I was so scared to talk to women. I was like 24 years old and I was going out and for three hours, I didn't say hi to a single girl. Can you imagine three hours walking around afraid, not saying hi to a single girl? That night was terrible. And I said to myself, you suck, saying all these terrible things to myself, low self-esteem, you're terrible, you suck, you're never gonna be able to do this. And then I came to this moment where I said, well, I can give up now, but if I keep going, well, I have nothing to lose, right? Like, again, nothing to lose here. If I keep going, I'll still be in the same place. So really, my opportunity here is pretty grand because I have the opportunity of being able to grow since I can't get any worse. That was my I have nothing to lose moment. And I hope, Will, this is going to be your I have nothing to lose moment. I want this to be the moment for you where you go, I might as well try, I might as well make the attempt. And to get even more specific here with this girl, if I if you know I caught this on time, 
I would have said, you should have called an audible. So you should have said to her, hey, new idea. Let's, you know, go and grab a drink instead. Or I would have just done something where it wouldn't be you guys focusing on a movie, but focusing on the connection between you two. And then I would have said to you, we'll just go for the kiss. Just make that happen. Give her really good eye contact and just go for the kiss. And if you get rejected, you get rejected. All right, so you'll do better next time. You'll learn flirting and you'll get this part handled. Actually, in my Hooked program, which I just talked about recently, getterhooked.com, there's a whole module in there dedicated to flirting and how to do it. And I think that would help you out a lot. So you should check out that program if you're feeling stuck. For a lot of guys, even though there's, I don't even know, 577 podcast episodes, um, it's a lot, but it's it's not really enough to put it all together and make it all work for you. So Hooked is kind of the system that does that. So anyway, you can check that out. Will, I hope that helps. Man, I only got to two questions today. These questions are just so good. I promise I'm going to get to more and we're going to keep on doing this. There's a lot here. I will definitely do a episode soon where I'm just going to dedicate it to all Q&A. But I've just been coming up with such good ideas lately that I just want to share with you. So that's why I've been doing these episodes where I'm kind of giving you content before we do Q&A. And there's been a lot of good people to interview lately. So anyway, we'll get to it. And of course, I'm taking more questions. Email me trip at tripadvice.com if you need your question answered. And you can always get help with coaching. Go to coachedbytrip.com if you want me or people on my coaching team to help you and coach you and guide you through this process so you don't have to do it alone. If you want to do it alone to start, you can go to getherhook.com and you can check out that program to do it on your own before you dedicate yourself to a coaching program. Up to you. Lots of options. Help is here. I'm here to help you. This was a great week for episodes and I'll talk to you on the next one.